at dope. <laughs> like up, you just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Not much. We're good. Chilling, man. Working like a dog. How you been? Been good, man. Out here living, man. I ain't gonna even hold you up. Yeah, you've been doing some fun shit. Like I've been doing. I've been doing some fun shit. I ain't gonna even complain. They ain't really even went nowhere, but I've been doing some fun shit though. Oh yeah, like what? Um. So, um, went on a went to a wine tasting. Nice. Uh, which was pretty good. Are you familiar with the Rattlesnake Club down? It's just like down, it's just off of Jefferson, um, down uh, by the uh, river, though. Okay. I've heard of it. I've not been. So, uh, went there, did a wine tasting. So, it's, it was about 100 bucks, but you get five, uh, you get five wines, and they give you like really good pours on the wine. So, it's not like a, like a slip. You're actually getting to like really drink the wine, and you get a meal with each, with each wine. So, Ooh. like, there five was course like meal. a, it was good, bro. It was good. Like you got some, Damn. you got like some stuff, um, crab shell, uh, like big shells, but they were stuffed with crab and like a good pasta sauce. There was like a beef tenderloin with capers and a garlic crust. It that sounds was, great. It was good, bro. And then they had like the um, strawberry gelato with a chocolate, um, like with like a chocolate bar with some sliced almonds. It was shit was amazing. Damn, bro, you're out here living. Detroit's got some great spots, bro, for like food. And they drink, really do, like you know. Really so, we, so we went there and then um like that and then that was like on a thursday then like on a saturday my homeboy put me up on it shout out to my boys mills spring really locked so he uh went to uh this place so they mixed so what they do is they craft cocktails but they pair them with fragrances hmm so it's almost like same thing as like a wine tasting but rather than actual food they pair it with a scent, right? Okay. So, like, you will. So, the, the, the suggestion is that you drink the, you, you take a sip of the drink and then you smell the scent stick. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you kind of see how that affects how the, how that, or how the drink may taste and stuff. And then they tell you to do it at the same time where you drink it and you smell it. And it's, 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 a, it's sensory overload. It really is. It's kind of crazy really? how. Does it change the taste uh, of the food? It or the does, drink? bro. Yeah. It really does. It mm. fucked me up. I'm not going to hold <laughs> yeah. it. It kind of fucked me up because I was not expecting that. You know what I mean? Like it kind of was like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Like this really did just change the shit. Like change the taste of this drink. Um, so that's what I was like. It's just like a sensory overload. It's like you 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 forget how much smell just affects mm-hmm. like everything. So yeah. it was it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. So that is cool, man. Yeah. I never heard of anything like that. It was it was really cool. And then, uh, so it was funny because so we that was like eight drinks, and it was just drinks and scents. So we needed some food. So I don't know if they heard of this place is called Coronados. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there afterwards, and we didn't even have to get anything to drink. And they got some fire ass margaritas, but we didn't even have to get anything because we was already drunk. So right, right. Ate. So, Damn, but that was good. It. And then went to uh, a, a Kalani concert on Monday. Um, which was really good, and I was pretty impressed uh, with her. I hadn't been to one of her concerts before, but um, there was an artist that came out just before her named Rico Nasty, mm-hmm. and she had she's in a very unique lane when it comes to music. So she mixes uh, punk, rock, and hip hop. Okay. Um, so a very unique like lane, but she had she it was at the Fox, and she had that bitch rock, like she Hell really yeah. had it moving. And I was like, oh shit, like. 
this is it, it's unique. Like, and also, I felt like a fucking parent. I felt Why? like somebody's parent in there. Just it, the fucking crowd was so young. Bro. <laughs> you stuck out and like I a sore thumb. <laughs> it was so young, you know. And really, this shit was hilarious. I was just like, "What is going?" on? I really felt like the, like somebody's parent up in this bitch. So, Fox is a good venue, man. Beautiful. I love like that yeah. and the Fillmore just right next to each other. Yeah, Fillmore, it's a great spot to see, bro. Yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite. Like, that's a sweet spot for a concert for me. We probably talked about this before, but like, big venues are cool, right? Like, it's awesome going to a show with thousands. But I like a more intimate set when there's just like a couple hundred people. I don't like. like I don't like those big like stadium like the LCA. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like those more intimate settings. Like one of my favorites is a Masonic. I love Masonic. Yeah, Masonic's great, bro. Masonic is dope. Of course, like. Uh, the shelter is, is a do- another dope spot, especially mm-hmm. how just small it is. And then, like, it's some super intimate in that boy. It does. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Shout That's out cool, to the Fox. You've been out here living. Um, yeah, man. What you been up to? Other than work, man, just trying to. I mean, the weather's kind of, kind of starting to get like bearable. So I've been hiking a lot. Uh, okay. And then just work, man. Like, I'm working crazy hours and I'm working like 30 minutes away from my place now and then all the business we do is third like south of that so it's like i'm getting home at like crazy hours like 7 7 30 but like really been good so that's cool yeah that's what's up that. man just working out boxing a lot uh been reserving the weekends for that so just trying to nice. stay fit man do my thing yeah that's what's yeah. up man that's what's up bro, bro we've um that was a pretty crazy week of fights huh it was some dog ass fights too where you want to start? <laughs> I feel like the Usman thing we got to start with because that was just the craziest shit ever, bro. It, bro. I didn't watch he, it live, but if I would have watched that live, I probably would have shit myself. That was like just I didn't, insane. Yeah, I didn't watch it live. I, I just saw some of the highlights. But like, I mean, it was a good ass fight, but like Usman was just dominating. Yeah. And... Yeah. I don't know where, bro. I don't know where. Like, I think that's left. the beauty. I mean, that's the beauty of sports, though, right? That's mm-hmm. literally the fucking beauty of sports. You can get caught at any fucking moment. Yeah. And that was the because right. he like even like they said he was dead in the fucking water. They they buried his ass. It was like this is done for. It was my about to win, and then he just get fucking caught with like forty seconds left in the fucking fight. Exactly, man. Combat sports, bro. It's just like like you just said at any moment, just one thing, and it's just like lights out over. I don't even think yeah. Tomorrow knew where he was after he woke up. Yeah. Like, he was just like, what the fuck happened. You know? Yeah, well, because he, I, if I'm not mistaken, he hit his head on the on the uh, mat mm, when he went hard. down. So, yeah, yeah so he was kind of lost. But then, like, even I mean, um, that was his first time even being taken down. Yeah, yeah in the like, first in, round in the fight, that was his first time ever being taken down. Like, mm-hmm. so clearly, dude was you know competitive with him, and, and it was crazy because you and I had just talked about the fact that like no knife probably going to be able to give him more of a challenge than Covington did, and yeah, sure he was right. He was formidable enough and caught him slipping. Yeah, man. I mean, he won that first round, and then it looked like Kamaru just dominated the middle rounds. And then, yeah, he was just cruising to it. If he didn't get knocked out, I think that would have been an easy decision. But, like, yeah. fuck, man. So do what you think beautiful. it's a situation where he – do you think he kind of relaxed knowing, like, oh, it's a minute left. We ain't about to – ain't shit about to happen. I'll catch anything coming. And so he kind of let his guard down? It could be, man. I mean, I don't know what was going through his head, but that that would make sense. I mean, he was clearly up on the points. Like you said, the announcers were saying it the whole time. They're like, this is over. Like, he's, you know, it's this was a, another master class from Kamaru. And then, yeah, it looked like – I saw Daniel Cormier breaking it down. Like, he 
put the right out there. And then like, as he threw the left, Camaro tried to move out of the way. He threw the kick like right behind the left and just fucking caught him like beautifully, man. Like, that was yeah. just like, I mean, to catch him with a head kick like that and like take him down like that. Ooh. <laughs> I don't I don't ever want to know what that feels like, bro. Oh man. my God. I mean, he that. completely caught him slipping, bro. Yeah. He fucked him up. Him so now I guess there's gotta be a trilogy, right? I mean, I mean, you gotta, you gotta run it back. You gotta run it back. The longest reigning welterweight in the history of the sport. And I think um, Edwards is from the UK, so they're saying they're going to do it at Wembley. Man, bro, that'd be a pretty... Well, actually, he's not from the UK. He's from Jamaica. Is he really? He must have just lived in the UK forever or something. Yeah, we're talking I think that's that. when he was... That's where he kind of grew up, but he's from Jamaica. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I went onto his Instagram and he was talking about, I'm about to go back to Jamaica, take this back to Kingston and just show all the kids, like, you know, I come from where you come from and look what I've done. Right, so, right. That's my favorite thing about fighting. I mean, sports in general, but it seems like more so even fighting. Just whenever a new champ comes up, their beginnings are always just fucking crazy. Humbling, Very humble. Like, Very humble. Just, they had like nothing going. Just, you know, people like wrote them off. And it's just like, and what's sad is 95, 99% of those dudes, you know, even if they're really good fighters, never have that moment, you know, like they just live their whole life taking brain damage, getting their bodies destroyed, getting no recognition, you know, like it's just. It's a lot of luck in some cases. Obviously, you need yep. skill and preparation to get there too. But like, yeah, it's a, uh, it's crazy, man. Good for him. Like, I, I didn't know much about him at all, and then just seeing. Yeah, that I didn't know stuff. anything about him prior to. But I mean, like I said, it was. A, I thought he was formidable. I was kind of like just tracking it on the app and everything. I just like just. <laughs> You're probably like, um, what the fuck, bro? I was like, because yeah. I thought that like the it stalled. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, but it was, I mean, he was, it was a good match. It was just Kamara was just doing his fucking thing, but, mm -hmm. you know, it's the beauty of sports, bro. They got to run it back. That was so good for the business of the UFC, too. You oh, know, like, yeah. They, like, oh, man, yeah. they're just on a roll, bro. Like, the UFC's just, I mean, like, they're on a roll. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I will say from a, um, a, Political standpoint, I'm not a big fan of Dana White. Mm -hmm. But, right. like, from a business standpoint, the man is a genius. Yeah, man. He took that he shit is, over. He is literally a genius. Like, he, even during the pandemic and what he was able to do and just consistently put it on dog-ass fights and dog-ass matches yep. and how he just sets it up. I mean, the guy, the guy for real, is, he's, a, he's a business genius. Bro. Yeah, he does, he does it right, man. And it's just, he does it so much better than any other combat sport. He just gives people the fights they want to see. And, like, it, I mean, this lineup we've got from here even to the end of the calendar year is just, like, it's insane. insane, bro. I was looking at it. I was like, bro, what the? Like, yeah, it's, so much, bro. And then you think of you what's coming, right? We still have John Jones out there. Francis Naganu hasn't, like, fought in a while. Like, there's all these dudes. Just, you know you're going to get the rematch on, on uh, Uzma and mm -hmm. Edwards fight. Like, you know you're going to get that. Right. So it's only going to keep people just intrigued. Yep. Um, I'm sure we'll see Patty again. Yep. Yep. Like, a lot of big guys, so. man. It's 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 crazy too because like it's like Connor was the face of it for that period of two or three years, like where he was, and then he's kind of drifted now doing his own thing. Obviously, he got hurt, but it's like I think right now the UFC is as popular as it's ever been, man. Like it's just insane because you know? of the the product. Is at such a high quality though. Mm. Like these fights, it's high fucking quality fights. It is. Yeah, we didn't even we didn't even talk about the fact that uh what's his name? Um fuck. 
what's the old dude's name that's about to have a fight? Nate Diaz. Yes, we didn't even talk about the fact that he has a fight. Yeah, so, like bro. people are just gonna want to see him, right? Because we exactly. know he's just gonna he gonna go out there and fight, bro. He's gonna brawl. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I'm kind of scared for him in that fight because that Cosmat is a fucking animal, bro. That dude's insane. Um, it's funny you brought that up though because I think Nate has one more fight after that one on his contract, and I'm thinking like, and this is the thing with the UFC, even these old stars, they can make such big pay per view bouts out of like they could just run him and Connor for the third time. You know what I mean? Like these two dudes that like haven't fought in forever they're both kind of past their prime and like that would be a box office fight like everyone would oh for sure for that, you have you know? to it had to be a main card yeah that'd be crazy even though neither of them are even like i don't even think ranked in that division anymore like that would be like it don't matter huge, they just the name recognition exactly man so i mean they got so much options like i said like hats off to them they just do it right man they give the fans what they want to see it's yeah like you said i'm a huge fan of him uh business standpoint i don't really get into politics but i i understand your viewpoint there he's a He's an interesting one. But, yeah. You know, what about the boxing scene, bro? Did you watch any of that Usyk-Joshua fight? I did not watch watch the Usyk-Joshua. I, um, I was watching the um, Navarrete fight, and then I watched uh, – um, Lopez, Tiafima Lopez. I watched that fight too. That was a good one. He just, yeah. I mean, he just did his fucking thing. Yeah, he just he looked like old Tio, man. I mean, he went up to what one forty two, I think one forty, whatever that next weight class yeah. is after lightweight. But uh, I think that'll be good for him there. He's a power puncher, so he won't have any issues. I think um, they're saying Ryan Garcia is going up to that weight class too. So maybe we could see a fight with them. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know who else is in that weight class that's really like huge name so i mean like tio and him are kind of like the biggest names i can think of in that i think that's super lightweight they'd call that or maybe junior welterweight so i don't know like what big matches there are to make there now that tio is um hold on isn't that he's at 142 so the junior welterweight at 140 that's it josh taylor got the wbo and the ibf and then the wba and wbc are both vacant are they really i thought he had all the belts huh. mm-hmm, they're vacant right now he must have not because he went under he got he was undisputed so he had all of them so he must have not fought like the mandatories for some of the belts and they must have stripped him of some of them but Probably. i don't realize josh taylor's in that division actually that dude's a fucking dog so if either of them fight yeah. him yeah i'd like to see t over sam that dude's awesome so That'd be pretty mm. cool. But yeah, man, that Usyk, wow, bro. Like, I mean, every time I watch him, I'm just like, this dude is so fucking impressive, man. Like, never seen anything like that guy. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, because I, I got a chance to kind of just, I didn't watch the first time, but I rewatched it. And, I mean, uh, I think Joshua kind of, at the first round, the first, like, second and third rounds, he kind of started to catch his groove. But then, mm. like, Mm-hmm. Usyk just went from there and was just—he just—he found his groove. Yeah, and it was just—he's just so good at overcoming adversity and like reprogramming yeah. in the corner and then coming back out. And because Joshua almost looked like he was gonna put him away in the ninth round, and then yeah, Usyk came back in the tenth round and beat him up worse than he beat him up in the ninth. It was like, dude, holy shit, this guy is just like a cyborg, man. I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, and the thing is that. So he just literally, he just, he's so good at the sport of boxing. Exactly. Do you know what his amateur right. record was? Uh-uh. 
335 and 15. Shit. <laughs> Dude, like that guy has put in more rounds than you're right. It's just like he can box. Like that's just the sport of boxing. He's just these U- Ukrainians, man. Like, cause Loma had like same thing, like 200 something amateur fights. I think what they do is they wow. like say, stay amateur, you know, and you're not going to be a big name as a teenager, like some of these other dudes, but like, we'll get you to pro by like 24, 25 with all these amateur fights under your belt. And then they just like run through everyone. I mean, what Loma was a unified champ, 10 fights into his professional career. Usyk is now 19 fights into his professional career. He's cleared out the cruiserweight division. He's won three heavyweight belts. I mean, like, these dudes are just crazy, man. Yeah. I just can't. Can we? I need Usyk to, I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, yeah, that was crazy, what? bro. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> like that? I'm not, I'm watching fight. Like, that shit is, I don't know what's bothering me. Then I realized, like, what the fuck is that piece of hair, bro? <laughs> He Come was on, wearing bro. it like in the press conference. It was just like a long mohawk, and I, it was funny because I was wondering, I was like, "How's he gonna wear that during the fight?" Yeah, sure enough, he just fucking cropped it <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but whoop yeah, that I ass mean, though. He might look he goofy did. as fuck, he but it. he's but gonna. It's so fucking frustrating with Joshua is like everything is fucking fair, bro. But it just seems like when it comes to some adversity or like he just. He just yeah. seems to be able to. He lacks the ability to just rise up to the fucking occasion, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. I'm completely with you. And it seems like he's aware that people feel that way because that was kind of sad, actually, what happened after the fight. I mean, did you I see saw, that? I, I saw. Like, he freaked I out. saw a clip. Like he was, he snapped, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, that dude is such a big star in the UK, and it just seems like he's always been at that cusp of. Obviously, he was a unified heavyweight champ. Like, he's got nothing to prove to anyone, but like they put him on this pedestal like this dude's going to be the next Ali or like some great great you know and it just seems like he was on the cusp of that and never could get past that hump and it just like I think ever since I mean ever since that that Ruiz fight was yeah, it Ruiz? Yeah. yeah ever since that First Ruiz fight I think it I literally think it fucked up his yeah his like mojo mm-hmm. and it fucked with his mind right because he looked better in this fight and he was going to the body yeah. and he looked like you know like he was like he had he was like in trouble at times and like still like it really didn't matter. Like Usyk still clearly won. That's got to be so defeating to just think like I've it done is. like everything I can. Because he changed. Then he he changed up his camp. Yeah, he changed his camp. Got a new trainer that was going to come in and again work on like body shots and like power with him and stuff like that to try to get him out of there. And they just couldn't do it, man. I guess yeah. Usyk was too good. But I will say much to your point though. I think the the next fight that Joshua needs to have, which I think this makes perfect perfect sense, is that he need him and Wilder need to. That'd be so cool. That'd be so awesome. And that, like, I really feel like him and Wilder need to fight. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it don't even have to be a belt in place. Like, no. them two, it's gonna bring, like, it's gonna bring some pay per view, bro. And that'll be a hell of a fucking fight because, like you said, with Wilder, such a fucking wild card as it is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, all it takes is just one fucking punch, and it's like yeah. out. I'm totally with you, bro. That would be so intriguing. I don't know. From um, Eddie Hearn, who's uh, Joshua's promoter, I don't know what their thoughts will be on that because I think that's a pretty dangerous fight. You got to think if Joshua loses a, like a, his next fight, it, he's pretty much, I would say, done. Like as far as like a, a real, he won't be considered a top five heavyweight anymore. I guess is what I mean. Like if he loses three fights in a row, people are going to be like, okay, like we're writing him off. So Wilder's dangerous for him, bro. 
Wilder, on the other hand, he's lost two in a row too, but he's 30, like seven, 36 now, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, like he's, Damn, is he? he doesn't got a lot of time left, man. I think he knows that too. I don't think Wilder's got more than a couple fights left in him. Uh, yeah. And I think Wilder wins that by knockout. But dude, I watched a, a clip of Wilder the other day getting interviewed by like Fight Hype at his, um, at some gym he was working at. And, uh, it wasn't very noticeable, but I swear I kind of thought it seemed like I was kind of sad, bro. Like it seemed like he might be, I don't even know how to like, something's a little off. Like I, I'll just say that. Like, it just seems like maybe like there's some, like he got an uh, early onset of Parkinson's. I don't know, man. No, not Parkinson's, but just something in his demeanor. I've watched so many of his interviews that I just, he just seemed a little different. Like something cognitive. Yeah. He just seemed a little different, man. And maybe mm. I'm completely wrong. I'll send you the video and you can tell me what you think. But I was just like, you know, he was doing his usual rants, but it just, I, I don't know, man. I, I felt kind of bad. I was like, eh, something might be going on. Yeah, Wilder so, about to, he's a, Wilder be 37 in October. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's got more than two or three fights max left. And then he'll probably call it, you know, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know if he'll come. Josh was young, so he's got time to kind of regroup, and maybe compete for a title again. Like, I think Wilder's at the point now where, yeah, he just needs to fight the biggest name people he can fight. I don't know if Eddie Hearn would put um, AJ in there with Wilder because that's just so fucking dangerous. And I think Wilder knocks him out. I don't know where you stand on that. But. Uh, I don't know if he would. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to even try to lie to myself. You're right. <laughs> I just like the evidence myself. is always shown. Like, He's knocked out everyone he's fought. He gonna, Fury, like he he gonna, almost, at like, some point in time, he's going to fucking catch you. Yeah, that's the thing, bro. And, like, there's only been one person that he's – and he still caught Fury multiple times, and somehow Fury got up, but no one else has. So, I just – I don't think – I don't think Joshua would be able to stand up to that. But it would be uh, – it would be – I would love to watch that, bro. I'd pay whatever they were charging for that fight. That would be amazing. What I, about – I definitely would watch that fight. What about – the other end of that though like you think i know fury's talking a lot of shit again he got all fired up after the fight but like he's been like i'm retired no i'm not you think for sure like that'll happen him and Usyk? Mm-hmm. no you don't think it's gonna happen i don't hmm. think it will really you think fury's just talking shit i don't think he's coming back bro i think he came back if, it was, if joshua won because then that way he could have Put on a fucking spectacle at Wimbledon. At, did I say that? Wim- Wembley, sorry. At Wembley. Mm-hmm. Right. I think he'd have came back if Joshua would have won. Just so that way he could put on, I'm talking about, just imagine how fucking crazy that would have been if he'd have been able to put on a show at Wembley, him and Joshua. Yeah, man. That would have been. Best that. fighter in the, in the UK. Yeah, that would have been one of the biggest UK fights ever. Maybe the Ooh-hoo-hoo! biggest for sure, bro. That would have been a dumbass fight, bro. I mean, so what do you think? He's just talking shit right now. Like he's just not. He's just saying it to say it. I mean, I don't know. I I have no that dude. I, I don't know what that guy's thinking ever. He is such a wild card. Like it's hard for me to pin him down. But it is. T- I just don't. I don't know if he. I don't. I just don't trust. I don't trust the fact that he probably gonna come back. Can he come back? I think he absolutely could. I just don't think that he will. Yeah. If they did, who would you think? Who wins? Like I, I mean, I feel like I'd have to go with Fury. He just. With his size, his hand speed, and his hit like that, those things alone, it's just, I don't know if Fury, you, like, I don't think you're going to be able to beat him on points. 
Mm-hmm. When it yeah. comes to boxing, so it's like you're gonna have to knock him out. That's true, man. And I don't know who has that in him to do that. Yeah, because he's just as skilled as Usyk. He's just way bigger, so it's just like he's got such an advantage, you know, and stronger. Um, like uh, Joshua is like not significantly, but noticeably bigger than Usyk, but he just does not nearly have the boxing skill that Usyk has. Whereas like Fury is like right there, like he's ten out of yeah. ten skill. So I mean, yep. I think he'd win. I don't know. I guess we'll see, bro. I'd love to watch it. Um, it it kind of stinks on Usyk's end that he's as good as he is, but he can't speak English. So, like, he's not, like, a, a personality that, like, anyone here is going to ever really gravitate to, you know? Like, that's not yeah. a big box, box office fight for anyone in America that's, like, a casual, you know, whereas yeah. Joshua could probably draw some people. I don't know, man. It's uh, I feel bad for Joshua though. He broke down in that press conference afterwards. I don't know if you saw that too. Like he just couldn't no, I did. He was just crying. Yeah, I was like, damn, bro. Like it's it's really getting to him. So we'll see, bro. Lots of lots of shit to be made. I mean, it just it has to pull at his fucking ego, bro. Mm-hmm. You go from being, you know, a champ to getting beat up twice by the same dude. Yeah, man. That is after tough. you changed your camp. Exactly. Like just having that feeling of like, I don't have it anymore. I'm not the fighter that I was. It's probably, that's a tough pill to swallow. You know? I mean, even, I don't know if it's just the fighter that he was. It's just the fact that he's just not that. Not that guy. He's not that guy. Yeah. I mean, I think me and you agree on that. He probably doesn't feel that way, but you know. No, but it's just, it just happens. I mean, you think, think about all the fuck. Like I compare this to basketball, bro. Right. Like when Jordan came in, Magic even talked about that. Him and Lur was like, bro, this dude different. Like, this guy is different. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, LeBron is di- Like, these, there's certain people that just, they just different. There's just not shit you can do about it. Exactly, man. That's so true. Joshua's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joshua, if you see this, I don't want no problems. I, I'm definitely not that guy. I don't think he's flying to America. We'll be all right. <laughs> what about, bro, because we haven't talked in a minute. Let's switch over to the NFL, man. What's your thoughts on the whole Deshaun thing? 11 games, right? That's been confirmed? 11 games. It's been confirmed and $5 million that he has to pay. So I feel like that was much more reasonable, even though I still think that that was even uh, like I feel like he definitely should have been suspended for a full year. Um just based on just the pure numbers, the thing that really kind of took me back was the fact that he almost at that, now that everything has been settled, it's almost when he put, you know, when he spoke, he almost in a way took some of the blame. Hmm. He took blame for, uh, well, he owned up, should I say, to kind of what he did. He didn't say that he did, but he was just like, you know, almost apologizing for those that he may have hurt. Like those type of things where you kind of want to seem sincere. Right. Um, that's the thing that really kind of took me back. Like, why are you? I know you you don't want to say those things in the middle of an investigation because, like, you don't want to tell them yourself. Right? right. That's just. But now to do that, I know those those women, on the other hand, are like. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. But unfortunately, that's they can't go. They can't go back to the judge and say he just admitted it. They were like, that's not new evidence. There's not new evidence. You don't have new evidence to show that he actually did it. That's just exactly. him just apologizing for those he who he may have hurt. But he didn't say he did anything. 
Yeah, you're not wrong, bro. Do you think it was a justified sentence or do you think too little, too much? I think it was a little light. Again, I think it definitely should have been like a full year. Um, and the money aspect of it. Um, That's a lot of money, bro. I don't know. if I've, Maybe I'm just crazy, but I don't feel like I've heard of a fine being that big. Usually, like, you hear these pro sports guys get fined, like, just like a couple, like 50000 or something like that. And I'm like, that's yeah. really. Yeah, know. but I think just the magnitude of how many women it was. Yeah, five million is a lot. Yeah, I think it had to be that or, or more, to be honest with you. But because that, that first six, that first, that first punishment of the six games, it just, it was, it was a slap in the face of those women. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what is the NFL saying to, you know, women that may have interactions with these NFL players or something happens? It's, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, they don't give a fuck at the end of the day is sports will continue and a player will be okay. So I'm glad that they moved it up, but um, now we'll see. Now we'll see, but I will. I mean, kudos to the NFL for just kind of following through and kind of sticking to your, their guns and making sure that they got they got it right as best as they could. Um, and so I uh, um, now it's just going to be really interesting to see how what they do. Like, do you think so? If you're the Browns. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett is your starting quarterback, right? Do you, once the suspension is over, do you throw Deshaun in there? Or do you just finish out the season with Jacoby Brissett? Because, I mean, what is yeah, it, another? That's tough, man. And I want to say it another seven games? Yeah, six. Like, do you bring Deshaun in just to kind of finish out those seven games and see what you got? Or you just wait? Exactly. Like, wait for the next year? Exactly. Because that's funny you said that. Because I want to say, like, it depends on their record. But now I'm like going back and forth in my head. I would think if they if they're in playoff contention, they bring them in. And I would think if they're not, then they wouldn't. I wouldn't think they would just give them reps to give them reps and risk them getting hurt. Um, but also, if they're in playoff contention and it's like borderline, that makes sense. But like, even if they're rolling, they got to put in Deshaun over Jacoby Brissett. I would have to think because like. Their team is so good. They're so talented everywhere else. So, like, like you know, I don't think we – unless Brissett was just putting up, like, godly numbers, I don't think we'd all be sitting there thinking, like, oh, they're whatever, seven and three, seven and four, and Jacoby's, like, the driving force of that. You'd think that they'd still put in Deshaun. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see how the rest of their team and how he game manages, but, like, can they – get it done because they got a really talented team still like and they still put up like a even to a winning record in those first 11 games that'd be interesting yeah it will be or because there's been rumors around the fact that like do you and they have the money to do it do you try to go and get jimmy do you go mm. get jimmy g mm. for a year i like that better than jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I don't think that's bad. I mean, again, I just feel like <laughs> then that's tough. Like, because you don't want to throw off the chemistry, but like, I would have to think if they are in playoff contention or better, like killing, even if they're killing it, like you have to put in Deshaun Watson when he comes back. Like, he's just so fucking talented. I mean, I get, I don't know if he's not allowed to work out with the team right now and all that shit. Like, that would probably screw some stuff up, but I just like, 
I can't think of a world that's such an interesting situation. Like him coming back, we all know when he's on the field, he's like a top five quarterback in the league. Like, and you're not going to play him. Like that would be that would be really weird. But I totally get yeah, him. They have a losing record. I wouldn't put him in. I would just yeah, no, him. I wouldn't put him in if they had a losing record. Well, actually, you know what? I would. I probably maybe like even if they had a losing record, maybe like those last four games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just again, just to kind of get him some reps and see what the chemistry looks like, so that way we know what we need to work on. You know what we have work, what we're working with. Um, I might probably do probably like those last four games. Yeah. <clears throat> well, okay. Even if they've got five wins and they're five and six. And then we go, okay, we got seven, how many more games? Six more games to make 17. Um, yeah. I don't know, depending on how the momentum's going, it's like, could we throw them in and win five of these next six and, like, make it to wild card? Like, I don't know, man. That's such, like, a strategic thing they're going to have to do. Like, I mean, it's really not – we're not going to know until, like, we're at that point and what that record yeah. is. But that's going to be an interesting decision. That's a good point. Yeah, I would say this. Dakota Percent doesn't have the greatest – one percentage as a starting quarterback, so yeah, exactly. And I think Jimmy his win G, percentage is like twenty percent, right? And Jimmy G, <laughs> Jimmy G, like I'm not like a huge fan, but at least he, he has like deep playoff experience, he has a Super Bowl experience, you know, like, and he has a winning for like yeah, winning percentage as a starting quarterback. So. Right, I would do that. Like, give yeah. yourself the best opportunity to again, just like if they have like being contention, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a fine line, bro. Like, I. Because if they – six wins and then he comes back, they've got six games left. you got to win, again, at least like five of those six to be at 10, 11 wins, and that's probably only getting you to the wild card, you know. So, like, this is going to be tough. Like, they're going to need to, like – got to have the mindset of, like, we're not waiting for Deshaun to come back. Like, we're going to win now. You know what I mean? Like, that's – Yeah. Weird... That's what I said. They want to be in contention. I think the move is to go and get, go and get Garoppolo. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Like, cause I don't know. I don't. Jacoby Percet just is. He's um, he's more of a backup. He's not a starting quarterback. He just doesn't bring enough to the field to where you're gonna you're gonna win enough, man. Mm-hmm. I exactly. mean, granted, now the good thing is that they're more reliant on the run game, but still, like you got guys out. You got those weapons, Donovan Peoples Jones and Joku. Like you got weapons on the outside that you gotta tap into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a lot, man. They got two good running backs. Is Kareem Hunt still there? Yep. Great so. offensive line, good receivers. Yeah, D looks and really D, good. D is nasty, so. It is, bro. It really is. Is there any other big NFL news coming out right now? Well, we I think leagues. the biggest thing is just trying to figure out, like, Pittsburgh and their starting quarterback situation. Yeah. Right? Like, because – well, the news is, is that, like, Kenny Pickett is coming on and coming on strong, bro. Like, I don't know if you watched any of the uh, preseason Yeah, he games, looks good. Like, he's looking really fucking nice. He has a good rhythm with the uh, with the offense. So, it's like, do you start him game one? Or do you start Trubisky and then see what happens? Right. This is the thing. I think it was Lewis Reddick that mentioned this around the fact that, like, if you start Pickett, you can't pull him. Yeah, no. That like, would you be can't tricky. pull him. Like, nope. he has to – you got to let him play. Right? Exactly. But if you start Trubisky, at least you give yourself a chance to be able to kind of gradually bring Pickett along 
And then let's say maybe game five, game six, then you can throw him in there. But if you start him game one, you can't you can't pull up, bro. Like you have to ride with that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because you can't fuck with a rookie like that and then pull him and then like like that would just shake up everything, man. I don't yeah. know. I would I would go with him. I mean, why not? If he's looking good and he's looking NFL ready right now, obviously there's gonna be some like bumps in the road and he's not gonna just come out and be some like smooth ass starting quarterback like that rarely happens. But like I say get him in now, man. Like, why not? Just give him the reps. And then by this time next year, you know, he'll have a whole season under his belt. I mean, you drafted him for a reason, you know? I mean, that should be it, bro. That you, I just. What? You apprehensive? You don't think you should? I'm apprehensive about start, like, just throwing him in there because it's not that Trubisky is a terrible quarterback. I don't think that he's a terrible quarterback. I think he just needs to be in the right um needs to be in the right system. Um and I think he can he can be productive. I mean hell he got those he got those Chicago teams to playoffs. Like, yeah I don't know if that was on active. his shoulders though. I'd agree he's not terrible but I don't think he's a winning quarterback either. Like I'm not but I think it's better for you to start start him to see what you have there and then if it, if it's not working then make that transition to pick it. But you you brought him there for a reason. Like give him a chance to kind of show that yeah. thing because I think you'll really destroy You think about, like, you can't pull a pick it. You'll really fuck up his confidence, especially if you think he's going to come in and be a quarterback to a fucking rookie. Right. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, and that's that's totally fine, too. Obviously, like, that's kind of an expected thing when a quarterback comes in as a rookie. Like, even if he's highly touted and the dude in front of him isn't that good, that's just, like, kind of the nature of it is usually they stick with someone that's been an NFL quarterback. So, that's a good point. I think I'm going to agree with you. I think they should start Trubisky then because, like you said, he can't go in and then suck and then they pull him. That just, like, destroys his confidence and, like, that, that fucks up the momentum of the team and all the dynamics. Like, I would keep Trubisky in there, let him play, like, four or five games, and if he's That's shit in the bed, then, yeah. Then you know, like, okay, I know what I got. Let me just go ahead and make this move and we'll ride it right. out here. Right. You know what I mean? But you got I think you got to give Trubisky an opportunity to kind of just show what he can do like, um, in a live, I mean, granted, you have preseason, but like, see it in a in a game that counts, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of take it from there. So, right, but yeah, that, and then your boy Mayfield been named the starter. I saw that for the Panthers. Saw that. Not surprised. Be... No, I'm not surprised either. It'll just be interesting to see um, how it goes because now he doesn't have. I mean, he got he got. He got CMC, right? But it's it's not that same type of running game that they had in Cleveland. They, no, CMC is more of like like a you know he splits out and stuff like that. Yep. He's not really like a, he gets a lot of handoffs. It's more like tosses and stuff. So mm-hmm. or just small dumps. So it'll be interesting to see like how they integrate yeah, CMC right. and, and utilize that run game. Yeah. Because Chubb um, was such like a traditional, like yeah. up the middle, you know, between the tackles, running back, like, and he got so many touches, you know, as far as like straight runs. Whereas C Mac gets a lot of touches too. But to your point, ten of fifteen of those touches could be just like slot out of the backfield, little dumps, you know, or screens yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I really want to see how that, um, you know, how that marriage kind of works out, and then also if he can get Roby. If he can get him the or Robbie get him the ball, like give him the ball, you know, like that's a that's a deep threat. Like he's yeah. gonna get the ball. 
I just don't think they have enough weapons to be competitive, at least not this year, man. I mean, like, their D is yeah. pretty suspect, yeah. too. Um, we'll and they see. got your boy DJ Moore over there. Yeah, I mean, they got some decent receivers. They got some weapons. I just – I don't – like, their line's not the best. Their D is nah. suspect. I just – and, like, yeah. that division's pretty good, man. I mean, Atlanta's probably not going to be that good, but um, – nah. I mean, the Bucks look really good. Looks like Kamara's not going to get suspended this year, so he's probably going to be there for the year for the Saints. Yeah. So, yeah, Saints yeah. and Bucks look good. Yeah, I don't think Carolina or uh, Falcons will be competitive. What's their quarterback situation? Did they draft one? I don't even remember. Atlanta. Uh, they did. Atlanta did draft one. Um, I think it was uh, the dude from uh, uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. But remember, they got um, – they got Mariota. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. So, he's going to be their starting quarterback. Yeah, man. God, we're like, what, two, three weeks away? Like, it's coming up, man. I'm getting pumped. We're almost yeah, there. Yeah, it's going to be – it's going to be – I'm excited about the season. So, let me ask, what division do you think is going to be the toughest? It's got to be one of those West divisions, man. Is it the I, so the, is it that you think it's gonna be the AFC West? I think it's the AFC West because the NFC they, they're competitive as well, the NFC West, but I just don't think Seattle's in the mix. Whereas like the AFC West, all four of those teams are just like they're all fucking playoff contenders, bro. They're all yeah, playoff contenders. They are, man. They're all fucking playoff contenders, bro. And have we have a have, has there ever been a situation where all four teams from a division have I don't even know if it's fucking possible. I don't even know if it's possible. But like I don't think it can. I like even though they split it, so now there's what another wild card for every I guess so. Isn't there three wild cards? Yeah, because it's only one team that gets to buy. <sighs> That'd be hard. Like all <laughs> what would have to happen is I feel like because all of them play each other twice, so they'd all have to like split games with each other, and then outside of that, they'd all have to have like amazing records, you know, like that. I wonder yeah, bro, if like, I wonder if a division's ever had all the teams have 10 plus points. That's what I was just saying. Like, I don't know yeah. if that's happened, but if, it's, if it had happened, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens this year with that division, bro. That, that fucking Dude. division is just insane, bro. It Who am I forgetting? Insane. It's the Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos? Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, dude. It's the same, bro. Like, it, 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 like you look at that whole fucking division, and it's just fucking talent wow. all over the fucking place. Like yeah. the Broncos have Jerry Judy. <laughs> like, yeah. bro. Like they're. I'm like, bro. I'm scared for the Chiefs. To be honest with you, like I don't think they're gonna be as good anymore. I, I know I've probably said that before, but I just I don't like they're gonna be good, obviously. But I just I don't think. At least compared to what we've seen over the last like three years from them, like I just don't think they're going to yeah. look like that anymore. Like, no, because the thing is, is that if we, I don't think it's the offense that's it's the issue, and we know the thing that typically bites Kansas City in the ass is the fucking defense. Yep, the defense typically just somehow in certain games they just don't show up. They give up a, fun, a ton of fucking points. You don't have Matthew back there in the backfield, so like, right? It, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Pat. I just I feel like it's not going to be a good year. I, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. I really that, I'm excited to watch them those fucking games, bro. That's going to be tough, bro. It really is, man. All of them. I think Herbert's going to take a step up too. Like he's going to be even better. You know, like that team looks solid. The Raiders have so many fucking weapons, bro. <laughs> like they just look so it's good. It's sick. It's sick. And you know they about to let go of Kenyon Drake. I didn't know that. 
They're about to release them, I think they said. So, like, when you're releasing talent like that, like, bro, it's... Have you been watching Hard Knocks? I have not watched Hard Knocks. I haven't either. I want to. clips, but I have not. But I saw... (laughs) I saw when when they had uh, the rookies go up and they had to say where they're from their name, where they're from, and their signing bonus, and the mm-hmm. reaction that Aiden Hutchinson got when he said he signed, that signing bonus is $23 million. Yeah, everyone's like, holy shit. Shit, and then he got to sing at Billie Jean. Yep. That was that pretty was cool. hilarious. That, that was, was dope as hell. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. I'm sure Campbell's giving us a bunch of those quotes you love about, like, biting kneecaps and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely had – I've heard he's had a, definitely had a couple of moments. Uh, a lot of people seem to like J- Jamal Williams and just uh, the yeah. energy that he has. I think that think that kind of chippy in that uh, in that dual scrimmage um, that they had that dual practice that they had. So yeah, I, yeah, I want to watch it. It's on HBO. I don't even. I don't. Yeah, have it's on HBO. Yeah, it's. I may have to give you my ball again. So that yeah. Way. Okay. okay. Thank you. Appreciate you. Good looks. <laughs> <laughs> What about uh, NBA, man? We didn't talk about fucking – I thought it was going to happen, but KD, I mean, I guess it's not for sure if they start the season shitty, but as of right now, he seems satisfied again, huh? Yeah, he's coming back. Um, so man. the question becomes, who's the loser in all of this? I don't know if there is one, really. I mean, I guess all the teams that wanted KD – I mean, the Nets surely aren't losers right now. They, they got him back. But do you, right? think, it, do you think it, like – is it KD? Might be is KD. he the loser? Might be because like he tried to flex, right? He tried to flex his power, and thinking that like teams are going to just be beaten down. Which not to say that they weren't, but I don't think teams were willing to sacrifice their future. Yeah. To bring him in. And so is, that that based, like a, is that based on skill, or is that based on the unpredictability that is Kevin Durant? Like, do you you know what I mean? Like well, I don't. So I don't view Kevin Durant as being unpredictable. When he's when he plays, he plays, and he's, for he's sure. a hell of a fucking player. I don't think it's that. I think it's just that, like knowing it's just for a year. You're you know you have him for four years, but like I guess I mean he those- got everything he wanted out of Brooklyn, and then it was like still like that wasn't enough. So are other teams looking at it like why would we throw away everything even though he's in a four year contract couldn't he just do this to us next summer and like demand a trade you know what i mean well i think what's different in the situation is because it was it was a fucking circus last year with it it was drama every fucking day it was right from harden to kyrie to covid to trades then simmons like it it was a fucking shit show, bro. Mm-hmm. Every fucking day they were sitting there having to talk about Kyrie and some shit or James Harden and wanting to trade and like. Right. It was a shit show. It was, man. I, I mean, I can understand why he was like, like, I, I can't have this, but like, I, I don't know. It's he, he must've had a decent talk with them in the meeting where he feels like it's good now, which isn't, unprecedented like that happened with Kobe right he demanded a trade and the Lakers yeah and then they don't know where I think um, the thing is that like maybe he was like look bro this shit that we got going on it it, it can't continue to happen this shit is, is not healthy what do you and think I, Kyrie I think still stays if they have a conversation Kevin has a conversation with him and like yeah. look bro like 
I didn't come here for all this fucking drama and shit. <laughs> we, I came here to fucking win and win on my own. I brought you here. You know, you my boy. Yeah. Let's get this shit done. I, it, like, it literally, I think it's going to have to take him saying that, saying that to Kyrie, like, bro, yeah. like, I need you on the court and I need you in your right mind so that way we can go out here and fucking hoop, dog. Right. Like, because I, I, I like, I went and I looked at their fucking roster, bro. I legit went and looked at their roster yesterday. I don't even know who the fuck they're gonna start to fight this because they got so they got fucking talent, dog. They do, man. Like they legit have talent. You got you got Kyrie, you got Curry, you got Ben Simmons, you got KD, you got Claxton, you got TJ Warren. Oh yeah. You got Royce O'Neal. Mm-hmm. You still got Blake. You got Patty Mills. Yeah, they look like, good. They have fucking talent on that team. They do. You got Cam Tom, like they got the plenty of talent on the fucking team. Like, I, I honestly don't know who the fuck that I'm assuming it's gonna I'ma think it's probably be Kyrie. Uh, I mean maybe Curry. I'd say Kyrie, Curry, Katie, Simmons, and I don't know. Well, it depends on Claxton, how big or small. Yeah. Probably maybe. Claxton. Yeah. Um but like you still you got TJ Warren you can throw out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mention fucking Joe Harris. Oh, yeah, bro. I would start him, honestly. And I'd run Katie and Ben kind of lower and play, like, small ball, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know what I mean? So, it's like, what do you – Yeah. They got – there's plenty of fucking talent on that team. Yeah. They can – they yeah, you're right. Talent. If they're in, like, the right mindset and coached right, like, they definitely have the talent to compete for a championship. Yeah. It's there. It legit yeah. is there. It's yeah. Just, they, they got to put it to fucking together. Bro. Right. You got two superstars. Ben Simmons, your third best player. And then you got two, like, sharpshooters and Curry and Terrace. Like, just right there, those five were like, that's a really good core, you know? Um, the pieces are there. They just got to – defensively, they got to get right. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And they just got to – they got to get – they got to be on the court together. You got to think that with all that shit that went on last year, they still won 43 games. Yep. And, now and then Kyrie didn't even play the whole fucking season. Nope, he did not. So you get a full season of Kyrie and KD. Everybody can try to, you know, try to remain healthy. You can't tell that that team can't win at least fifty games. Yeah, I, I think they can. or if not more. But do you think if they start off like the first twenty games just like very lackluster and win around like eleven, twelve games, like I don't know, like just barely above five hundred? Like is KD going to get like like? Do you think? Do you think it's over? Like is he staying with the Nets? For this year, do you think like there's still a chance he could be like I I can't do this? Like I still think there's a chance that like All Star game like that trade deadline he could potentially be going that shit ain't going right. Yeah, like it's a, I think he's gonna sit like you know what it's enough like as it looks right now there's enough fucking talent here that we can be something special. Mm-hmm. But if this shit is not hit like it need to, yeah, it, it'll, it'll I guarantee it'll come back up like. So it's okay for now, but it's not a it's not a sealed thing that he's staying there. Like it's the shit is too is it's it's too much historic toxicity in the situation to where like I <laughs> and I wouldn't blame KD to be like, bro, I, I didn't come here for this yeah. shit, dog. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm on the last, you know, I'm on in the like the last little bit of years of my prime and I gotta make the most of it. Exactly. Some gotta shake. Right. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame him either if it's going shitty. I'd just it'd be interesting to see how that would work out. Because again, which like we've just seen, it's like a stalemate. Like obviously, Brooklyn and they're rightfully so 
wants like a historic package for him and like other teams rightfully so aren't willing to, like you said, like mortgage their whole future for him. So like, I, I, I don't know. That's going to be very interesting. Did you hear that rumor about him going to Memphis? Mm-mm. No. There was a rumor that he essentially would have went for went to Memphis for, I think it was like Desmond Bain. Um, I think um, fuck, who else was on there? It was like Desmond Bain, Tillman. Um, I'm drawing a blank on my. That's already just not enough, in my opinion. Just hearing like that's what the trade's based around. I I couldn't see that happening. Not because I don't think Memphis was going to be willing to give up. Um, I think it was Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark, and Xavier Tillman, and then maybe like some draft picks or some shit like that. Because I don't think that they were willing to give up Morant or Jaron. I mean, of course they weren't giving up Morant, and I don't think they were trying to give up Jaron Jackson Jr. Right. Yeah. That would be crazy if he was over there with Ja. I just don't see that happening. But that'd be yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah. What about LeBron, man? You got that bag. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> I mean, obviously, deservedly so. A year? Deservedly <laughs> so. But I just like, it's like, if championships are the aspiration, bro, like, I feel like you got to, at this point in your career, take less for them to build around you. You know, I don't know if that was like the smartest thing as far as winning, but like, get your bread, bro. I get it. At this point, I feel like Brian, like, look, bro. We, yeah, you like, they're not, they're like, not me, about to win. Let shit. me go win this scoring title, play with my son for a year, call it a, call it a day. That team is not about to win shit. Yeah. They, they, I'd be surprised if they make it again. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't to the, if they make it to the play in, bro. I'm with you. That team is just not the way that it's constructed, it's not there. Unless they make some sort of trade during the season, that team right there. Nope. I'm totally with you, man. I That's going to be – when do they usually start up around? Like right before Halloween? Yep. So, hold on. Let me – Yeah, the first uh, – they play the Warriors starting on the 18th of October. Okay. First game. Okay. Nice. It's about to be that good time, man. We got like two months until like the best time of the year when like football's in swing and basketball's back. And yeah, bro, some good UFC fights are coming up, bro. It's going to be a good winter, Mm -hmm. like for sure. This fall is going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of fun.